When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Vogel turns, fires, score. On the rebound, Derek Ryan against his former team. Now to Connor McDavid, cuts in over the line through the middle, makes a move. He'll go to the net. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. You know, I auditioned for the role of Gollum in Lord of the Rings, but they told me I was too funny looking. NHL back at it out of the All-Star break early in the second period. Carolina leading Toronto 1-0. Nino Niederreiter with a goal, his 14th of the season. And about seven and a half minutes into the second period in Ottawa, the Devils and the Senators are tied 1-1. Heischer and Paul, the goal scorers, ninth of the season for both of those gentlemen. Oilers back at it tomorrow. Busy stretch of games starting Furnace Family Oilers Hockey with the face-off show at 5.30 tomorrow the game at 7 as the Oilers will be hosting the Vegas Golden Knights who of course hosted the All-Star festivities over the weekend. So here are your Oilers headlines. Practice was at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Miko Koskinen was not on the ice. Oil Kings goaltender Colby Hay took his place and Colby's going to join us later on tonight to uh, give us his version of what broke down and how that experience was for him. Mike Smith back from injury the other goaltender. Koskinen has indeed gone into COVID protocol so they're not going to have him this week Stuart Skinner is going to be coming up and he's going to be Mike Smith's backup tomorrow and then wouldn't surprise me if uh, Stuart Skinner plays on Wednesday given it's a back-to-back but we'll see how that plays out so Mike Smith activated off injured reserve Miko Koskinen into COVID protocol now for Mike Smith we have not seen a lot of him he has six appearances in 42 games this season played the first game of the season one Played the second game of the season. One, played a little over half the third game of the season to Anaheim. Left with the Oilers trailing in the second period. They would come back to win with Miko Koskinen in net. Smith out until all the way into late December. Played a couple of games, got hurt again, came back a few days later, and then no, no good. Partially torn tendon in his thumb that was suffered against the New Jersey Devils in a matinee on December 31st. So now Smith hoping to stay healthy and yeah, pretty frustrating year to have played so little at the halfway point. Yeah, I mean, it's been difficult for sure. I'm not going to lie. I think it's just with the scheduling and, and uh, you know, the time off and then, you know, being hurt and being away from the team. It's, it's obviously a, a frustrating part about being an athlete and uh, no one ever wants to be on the sidelines and especially when you come back and then you're you play a couple of games and you seem you're, you're back on the shelf again so I think it's just something that uh, it's, it's obviously been you know difficult at times to deal with but uh, in the same sense 
Um, been able to spend quality time with my family, and I think my wife's ready to see me come back too. So I'm excited, she's excited, and hopefully the rest of the team's excited also. All right. Well, we know what Mike Smith, uh, when he's on his game, he's been pretty darn good for the Oilers. Remember last season, he had the seventh best save percentage in the NHL. He finished seventh in Vesna voting. He was outdueled in the playoffs by Connor Hellebuck, but he is the Oilers' number one man. Whether you like his age or uh, the injury frequency or not, he is the Oilers' number one man. And his performance, I think, is going to go a long way towards determining who the Oilers' goaltender will be in the postseason. Because I don't believe it's going to be Miko Koskinen nor Stuart Skinner. I think it's going to be Mike Smith or a goaltender the Oilers acquire if they aren't comfortable with Smith's performance in the next, well, about a month with the trade with the uh, trade deadline coming up in the second half of March. So these are some big games, big games for Smith, big games for the Oilers, big games for Dave Tippett and Ken Holland to evaluate what they have in the veteran keeper. Now, we know what Mike Smith brings to the Oilers. We use the word swagger. I think that is a factor. He's a very active goaltender. He's not afraid to mix it up. He's moving around a lot in the net, and he gets out there and he plays the puck. He is an exceptional puck handling goaltender. And don't be, don't underestimate how much that helps the Oilers break out the puck because he can get back there and start it moving up before the fourth check gets there. Teams come up with strategies so when they're shooting the puck in, Smith can't touch it. He is a game changer back there when it comes to puck handling. But I asked him today, I said, Mike, you've got this thumb issue. Is that going to impact your ability to handle the puck? Uh, we'll see, I guess. I think I'm just going to you know, just really focus on just keeping it simple out there. And, and uh, obviously it's not ideal, but it's it's something I can, I've been able to, to work through and feel like I'm in a spot where I'm, I'm able to come back and hopefully help the team out. All right. So with Smith, Having been on the shelf for so much, it's been a lot of action for Miko Koskinen. More than probably a lot of you are comfortable with when it comes to Miko Koskinen. And through this season so far, we've seen the best of Miko Koskinen and we've seen him at his low points. We've seen him struggle and we've seen him shine. Well, lately he's been shining. The Oilers have gone 5-0-1 in their last six games. Koskinen, the goalie of record in five of those six, he's gone 4-0-1. And that the previous run where the Oilers only had two wins in 14 games, Koskinen played the bulk of those games. Uh, we know his little back and forth with Dave Tippett in the media about the uh, loss to the New York Rangers a few weeks ago where, you know, Tippett said Koskinen made a brutal mistake. Koskinen did an interview with the Finnish reporter and said, I don't score the goals. I'm not getting a lot of goal support when I'm playing. You know, they have put that under the bridge, but there's been a lot of headlines about Miko Koskinen this year. A lot of talk on shows like this with all of you folks at your water coolers or wherever you gather in the workplace when you're trying to steal a few minutes away from the clock. So, anyway... If you look at Koskinen's win-loss record, I, I think you would take it. Before the season, if you would have been told Koskinen's going to be the goalie of record in 26 of 42 games, he has gone 16-8-2. Save percentage is a little underwhelming at 900. Now, that's a product of, as we know, when he has an off night, he can have a really off night. That drives down the overall save percentage. His goals against average, clearly, again, higher than you would like it to be at 3.15. But the, the pure wins, losses, isn't that bad at 16-8-2. And, and Mike Smith had this to say about Koskinen's performance. Yeah, Miko's been unbelievable. Unbelievable. For him to... Uh... 
you know, there's, like I said, any, every player goes through little pumps, but it, it, I don't think he necessarily was playing bad. It was just he, he wasn't, you know, he probably waving a bit. He wasn't playing like he, he would like to, and um, but everyone's been through that. So I, I don't think it's, you know, you can't just point a finger at one player. It's you win and lose as a team, and, and uh, Miko's been, he came back and, and has been phenomenal. Like you said, one of our best players the last, you know, six games or so. So it's, it's good to see he's, he's a cool cat. He, nothing really phases him out there. He just kind of goes about his business and doesn't really care what anyone's talking about. He just works, works hard in practice and goes out there and does his thing. So I'm really happy for him. He's, he's really bounced back and, and played some great hockey for us. Right, so Mike Smith praising Miko Koskinen, Connor McDavid praised him at the All-Star game over the weekend. Uh, all his teammates have stood by him through this as they should. And, and again, he's had some really good games along the way. But as I've said a million times already, I think he is a decent backup in the NHL. I don't think he's a true number one. Smith is going to get that opportunity, and we know how this goes. We've seen how Dave Tippett has handled the goaltending in his two and a half years as the head coach of the Oilers. He leans towards Mike Smith. Mike Smith tends to get a little more leeway if he has an off night or an off period or, or you know, isn't uh, playing as well as everybody would like. So we know they're going to give Smith a lot of opportunity here. Tippett today commented on Smith's return. We'd like to see him stay healthy without a question, right? So that's a big factor for it. But he's ready to go. He was ready last week. We decided to give him the break and uh, get through it. But he had a good practice today, so he'll be ready to go. Now, I'm hoping for him. He comes in like last year. He missed a bit, a bit of time and then came back in the second half. was really strong. And that's what that's what we're hoping for. Uh, if Koski is positive, Skinner will come up tomorrow and uh, and uh, back up tomorrow. And then we got a lot of games in a short amount of time, so you could see CSUs in both of them. But we'll see uh, see how see how it goes with Schmidt tomorrow, and we'll uh, hopefully he'll be fine. And that did happen. Miko Koskinen positive on a rapid test this morning, uh, retested again, the PCR test that was positive, went into COVID protocol this afternoon. So Smith Skinner, the goaltending tandem for the, I, I guess, short-term future. I guess we're looking at the next three games, the three home games this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. So Mike Smith is back as the Oilers are in the thick of a playoff chase. Uh, we know what it's like. Vegas has separated a little bit here at the top of the division. They're not out of reach, but they might be a little hard to track down already as uh, they've already racked up 57 points. The Oilers are at 49. They do have four games in hand on Vegas, but Vegas with the points percentage advantage as well, 620 to 583. Uh, I mean, really, the Oilers at the moment are in there with L.A. and Anaheim fighting for third place in the division. Calgary is just behind Vegas in terms of points percentage for first place. We'll see how it plays out throughout the season. Uh, but this has been a good little burst here lately for Edmonton. They had the miserable times. They've bounced back to go 5-0-1 in their last six, including the last time we saw them, the come-from-ahead victory against Washington on Wednesday night that they won with a late shorthanded goal from Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Darnell Nurse asked about what's been different here during the 5-0-1 stretch. What's been going you know, right? streaks. Um, you know, there's there's games that you play that you play well and you don't find ways to get goals. And if you stick with uh, if you stick with that game and stick with the positive things you're doing, a lot of times the wins will, will find their way. You'll find your way back to the win column. And that's kind of what happened. You know, we had a few games where we felt like we played pretty well. And in the end, you know, there'd be, you know, five, six minutes in the game where we, we didn't do what we needed to do. But um, we were able to put to put together games in the last uh, six and, and, and really accumulate points. And like I said, it's, it's nice to win. And, and put those uh, put those points in the bank, but.
we got a whole lot more work to do, and uh, I think we're all excited about the challenge ahead. All right, and again, that challenge starts tomorrow against Vegas, 5.30 for the face-off show game at 7 here on 6.30, Chet. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thanks a lot for tuning in. You can get in touch on the hotline powered by CertainTeed, professional-grade building materials. That is 780-496-0063. You can email the show, sports at 630Chet.com. Follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. A little bit of line shuffling today for the Edmonton Oilers. I want to talk about how the... This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Forwards are looking, some other possibilities as we move along. That's coming up next, Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Kenny Lawler, one of the top receivers in the Canadian Football League, reported by TSN's Dave Naylor, has agreed to join the Edmonton Elks. Of course, we are in the midst of CFL free agency. Uh, there was, I guess, the what do they call it, the legal tampering period over the weekend, and uh, they can start signing guys tomorrow. So it looks like Kenny Lawler has committed to the Elks. A lot of money, reportedly three, uh, $300,000. That would make him the highest-paid receiver in the league last season and of course remember this was a shortened 14 game campaign the 27 year old 64 receptions for 1014 yards and six touchdowns so uh, a good player i mean the elks also brought back darrell walker over the weekend we'll break down what's been going on with the elks and some of the other big names in the cfl with dave campbell between 7 and 7 30 tonight also really excited between 7 30 and 8 he was the dan in jay and dan on tsn until just over a year ago, he got let go. Dan O'Toole. Uh, we're going to talk to him. Of course, he's been on the show before. Uh, great guy. I first met him oh, about 22 years ago when I was working at Lloyd Minster. I just started, and he was doing play-by-play for the Fort McMurray Oil Barons, who would win the RBC Cup on home ice that spring. Um, Hey, let's face it, Dan's had one of the best broadcasting careers in the country. If you look back over the last two decades, he's now doing a podcast called Boomsies. He's going to tell us about that. And, uh, you know, I'm going to ask him about that moment when he found out, holy crap, I'm losing my job here with TSN. So that's coming up between 7.30 and 8. Really appreciate to have Dan on the show. Okay, so... Uh, Mike Smith coming back for the Oilers. Miko Koskinen in COVID protocol. They will host Vegas tomorrow. Now, here's how the Oilers rolled at practice today. Uh, you had McDavid with Kane and Yamamoto. Dreisaitl was with McLeod and Cassian. So Cassian bumps back into the top six. Nugent Hopkins centered Hyman and Pugliarvi. Shore with Fogel and Ryan. And then you had the fifth line. 
Turris, Benson, and Perlini. Just six defensemen on the ice with Chris Russell going on injured reserve. Nurse with Bouchard, Keith with CeCe, and Lagason with Barry and uh, Colby Hay, who we're going to have on the show later from the Oil Kings, served as the second goaltender with Koskinen going into COVID protocol. So I'm really curious to see, and we know with line combinations, they change all the time. You don't want to get married to them. But I do think that they, they want to build some, some stability when it comes to pairs. I mean, a lot of times we talk about, you know, pairs, two guys who work well together, and then maybe the third guy on the line sort of cycles through. McDavid and Kane, I would think that's going to be a pair for the time being. A lot of anticipation with what Kane can bring for the Oilers. A lot of expectation. Why not put him with the high-flying Connor McDavid? Yamamoto seems to be a player, and I know there are a lot of questions about his production. I know there are some of you that are out there that aren't that enamored with Yamamoto. Others of you are, but I think he's a very debated player. He didn't start this season very well in terms of points. It's picked up for him lately. Yes, we'd like him to finish some more chances, but he seems to be a player that his teammates consider to be uh, reliable and who does a lot of little things right when he's on the ice. So Kane and McDavid, and right now Yamamoto's the third guy. Dreisaitl, McLeod, and Cassian. Now, Fogel's been up there. Obviously, Dreisaitl has played a lot with Yamamoto in recent seasons, played a fair bit with Nugent Hopkins as well. None of those guys on his line today. Cassian has been all over the place lately, and we, we know the story with Cassian. When he's going, he's, he, he looks awesome, but is he, is he going often enough? McLeod's getting a look up there. So I don't know what the pair is on that line. Maybe at some point Yamamoto's going to wind up there again. And then you had Hyman with Nugent Hopkins and Pugliarvi. Pugliarvi, the production has dried up a bit lately. I do think he has improved in terms of being a net front presence. We've seen him screening the goaltender on, on some power play goals along the way, though I now think you know Kane's going to get a lot get a get a longer look there. Hyman and Nugent Hopkins, two very reliable, two very intelligent players. I wonder if that's the thinking of having Pugliarvi there. I, I still, you know, Pugliarvi's come a long way. I still think there are nights when maybe he's not as patient as he should be. He he often does that little play where he gets the puck and immediately taps it back to the person who just gave it to him instead of showing some initiative and taking it to the net. So, uh, you know, I think he needs to be some sort of a net front guy maybe playing with Hyman and Nugent Hopkins, he can camp out there a bit and, and, and the puck's going to come to that part of the ice. That's how I'm looking at those lines from now. But to me, Kane and McDavid is an obvious pair, as are Hyman and Nugent Hopkins. Here's Dave Tippett. They compete hard and they've got, they've got skill in their own way. You know? So they, uh, they enjoy playing with each other. I know that. You know, Nugent uh, can be a real cerebral player, thinks the game well. Hyman is, can get right in your face and, and jam it down your throat a little bit. And they enjoy penalty killing together. I've got Jesse with them today, trying to uh, trying to get uh, Jesse up and going here a little bit. And the line looked good out there today, so we'll see how it goes. All right, so yeah, maybe an opportunity there for Pulley Arby to pick it up a little bit. So that's how the Oilers were deployed today. I would expect that to be the case for the game tomorrow, but we'll know more at the morning skate. All right, uh, plenty more on the Oilers coming up. Uh, as I mentioned, we'll update the Elks free agency, and Kelly Rudy's going to check in a little bit on uh, what he thought about the All-Star weekend as well. Did any of you watch that? Quite a show, wasn't it?
6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.